Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen? How do I make money for my podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match with you great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. I use Anchor in a simple matter. I take my podcast episodes, edit them in Premiere, upload them to Anchor and schedule them and set my tags and my description, all that good stuff. Just sit back and let it distribute to all the platforms. It's very simple and very easy to use and very user-friendly. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start. That's anchor.fm slash start to join me and a diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Let's go. This is the Chase in the Frame podcast, where we interview people in the TV and film industry, talking about their journey, how they got to where they are today. We do this podcast for the frame chasers. This is for those in the film industry, going hard, let them know who we are. Frame chasers, we're, we're not chasing the fame, no, no. Tell them what we do. Chasing the Frame. This is the Chasing the Frame podcast with your host, John DeMarco. Let's go. What up, Frame Chasers? It's Wednesday, and you already know what it is. A new episode of Chasing the Frame. Today, I'm with Victoria King, and I heard a dog in the background. That is awesome. (laughs) How are you, Victoria? (laughs) (laughs) Hello, I'm doing good. (laughs) Sorry about that. If I get get up now and then, it's to go quiet, the dog. It's okay. I have... I have a Pomeranian named Bear, and he's the producer, <laughs> or Perufa. Uh, so well, my name's Victoria. <laughs> so Victoria, um, what what do you do in the film uh, community industry? What do you what do you, what are your titles? I guess. Uh, so currently, right now, um, I'm the creator of Lineage the series. Mm-hmm. It's a series based on Supernatural, and this is my co-showrunner of that series. Uh, my name's Dean. Hello. Nice to meet you. Right now, we're uh, we're both working on that. <laughs> awesome, awesome, awesome. And then, uh, like, do you also produce? Do you uh, get behind the camera, edit, what, like, other things of that nature? Yes. I'm, I'm everywhere. You're everywhere. Um, <laughs> produce, yeah. edit, graphics. Okay. Um, all the writing. Writing. I act. Oh, yeah. okay, nice. So, you're a Jill of all trades. Would, you, would that be yeah. safe to say? All right. So, um, before we get into the episode, we have to do some housekeeping items first. First off, we have to thank our affiliate partners, Artlist.io. Honestly, the best music licensing platform for any type of content creator. Uh, over a thousand new songs every day, unlimited downloads, which is always a plus, especially when you're trying to find music for a project. That's always the hardest part. And you guys should know this. It's hard to find music for anything. But if you guys have you guys used Artlist, by the way, let me ask you that real quick. No, not yet. Oh, you should ch- totally check it out. Uh, it's about... If you sign up today, basically, you get one year and two extra months free. It's about 16 bucks a month, I think, it comes out to. But literally, so many fucking songs. Like, it's ridiculous. <laughs> um, nice. Yeah. And second, uh, we have merch, guys, at teespring.com slash store slash chasing dash the dash frame. 
I obviously saw the proof by Bear shirt. We also have hashtag Frame Chaser Mask for $10. It's a comfy cloth mask and super stylish, and you let people know that you're a Frame Chaser on set. Also, a uh, new thing, guys. Also, we are affiliate partners with um, productionapparel.com, which has some awesome production shirts. I'll pop that on the screen as I'm saying that right now. Totally check them out and check out our link below. You can get some great shirts there. And uh, third, uh, it's time for I ask those donations for the Church of the Frame. Three ways to donate. One, paypal.me slash podcast. One-time donation. Two, Patreon $5 membership a month, which allows you to get early access to video and audio content a week before it airs. And three, in the description link below, we have all our cryptocurrencies that we like you to send if you like to send them to us. So that goes to our trust wallet and that funds our projects as well. And last but not least, please like our Facebook page as well as subscribing to our YouTube page. We're going for that huge content push, like I said, uh, like I always say in the shows, guys, for 2021. So get ready for that. And so let's get to it. Victoria, first question I ask everyone on the show is, where are you from originally? I'm from Mississippi originally. M-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-S-I-S-I-S-I-S-I-S-I-S-I-S-I-S-I-S-I-S-I-S-I-S-I-S-I-S-I-S-I-S-I-S-I-S-I-S-I-S-I-S-I-
yeah, for me, like my earliest inspirations were like Tim Burton and Vincent Price. Okay. Like those were things that I, like Edward Scissorhands was like my all time go. Like, um, so that was like something I really liked was just like not necessarily completely on the scary zone, mm-hmm. but just creepy enough that leaves you with that um, internal feeling. Gotcha. That's for all. For me, yeah. um, like The Ring and The Grudge. Okay. The two movies. All right. Nice. I, <laughs> I, like, like I was, the girls with long hair. Yeah, long the, black girl, hair. the girls with long black hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're just cousins, actually, if anyone doesn't know that. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, so, okay. So when did you move to Vegas then? Uh, so I moved to Vegas uh, mainly for college, mm-hmm. and I had family up here. Right. So I, I knew that I couldn't pursue my career in Mississippi. Okay. And I moved up here, and my life kind of changed right after. So uh, I'm. A- yeah. Yes, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say I'm only visiting. I'm I'm not from Mississippi. <laughs> I I'm from California. <laughs> <laughs> we're, so, yeah, we're, we're in California. In the yeah, yeah. Uh, we're in California. Uh, Humboldt. Um, so Eureka, Arcata, um, Humboldt State University area. Don't, yeah, don't, sorry. I, <laughs> uh, yeah, but it's, it's almost near Oregon. Okay. Sent- <laughs> so it's your way up north. Yeah, it's okay. He wants attention. <laughs> so you're way up north there? Very north. Very north. Like about six hours north of San Francisco. Okay. Gotcha. I never been to San Francisco or any of those Northern California states actually. I would like to go though. <laughs> or it's states, very just... big for the the greenery. Yeah, there. Oh, that's nice. Uh, <laughs> the we have the red, last redwood forest in the world. Oh, and also it's very much known for uh, weed. <laughs> oh, well then, it's a good way. I mean, that's what we're famous for. <laughs> Is that, that Northern Lights Express over there or whatever that shit is probably. Uh, not that I do it. Um, what was I going to ask next? So, so Supernatural. So that comes out. What year did that come out? In like 2000, 2005. 2005. Okay. 2005. I don't know my Supernatural that much. I've, I've watched a it's little so bit of the first season. So I apologize. <laughs> so, okay. In Supernatural. So when you saw that, is that when it sparked? I, I want to do it. Or is it when you start meeting the, when did you start meeting the cast and all that shit too? It probably happened when I started meeting everybody um, that uh, my love for it just grew even more. The cast, they're incredible. Um, They're just really, really nice people. And um, they're very inspiring and they help me through a lot. Mm -hmm. So really meeting them kind of sparked me to where I really wanted to pursue film even more so than what I did. How did you meet that? Like, I mean, conventions? And stuff like that. I'm um, guessing. Yes, that's that's how it all started. Um, funny story. Yeah, tell. <laughs> um, so um, I run a uh, charity group called Castile's Angels. Okay. I have done it for um, the cast different charities because the cast of Supernatural they have different organizations that they support. Mm. You've been doing it for about seven years. Um, yeah, about seven years now. And um, it all kind of started because I was at a Supernatural convention, um, minding my own business, and Misha Collins walks out. He plays one of the main characters, Castiel, mm. and he walks out of the door, and I accidentally uh, collide with him, <laughs> and I thought it was a cosplayer. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. And he looks up, and it's him, and I'm like, oh, oh, Misha, <laughs> okay. <laughs> and he was just kind of shocked, 
And then somehow the conversation turned into charity because he does a lot of charity work. And I asked him, you know, how can I help? And he said the best way would be to make my own group and start that. So that's how I started Castile's Angels. Mm. And it kind of led me into just, you know, knowing them more and helping charity. And Dean here is actually one of my angels as well. I have angels from all over, um, oh, wow. all over the U.S., but then I have one in Australia. So it's no, also in Australia. Yeah. in Australia. So also uh, international. Um, so that's how it all started. Yeah. And then um, I started Lineage, creating Lineage, because I knew Supernatural was going to end. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I wanted to continue the Supernatural family in a brand new story. Mm-hmm. So it, it's going it's going really well. It's going really well. Uh, for me, like Supernatural, like it helped me transition. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm female to male, so I'm transgender. Um, it really helped me. Um, <clears throat> I got really close to two of the castmates, uh, one that she's really close to, Misha Collins. Um, and Jensen Ackles, mm-hmm. who plays Dean in Supernatural. But people are like, oh, did you transition your name? Did you go for Dean? I'm like, no, that's what the ironic part is. It's an acronym of my middle name. <laughs> what was the, um, what's the middle name, and, if I may uh, ask? Uh, Diane. So oh, okay. if you move it around, it's I, Dean. And so I was just like, you know what? I'm going to go by that. Because I was my, my first name is Dylan, and it's already masculine enough. So yeah. it was like Dylan Dean Wilson. And I was just like, you know what? That's a really cool name. And I was just like, also my name, my first name is tattooed on my grandpa. So I'm like, I'm not changing it. <laughs> so I, it would have been really awkward if he had my middle name. And then I'd be like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, what is uh, Castile's, Castile, oh my God, I'm saying that right? Castile, Castile's Angels? Castile's Angels. Okay, I, I'm terrible. I'm terrible at names Castile. and shit, so yeah, I apologize. You, 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 were, you were close. All right. Yeah. I, I practice Castile. a lot of names. Yeah. I'm playing a lot of French games lately. No, I'm kidding. So what, what is that? Uh, what is that, if I may ask? So um, it's an organization that I founded, mm-hmm. um, and it's a charity fundraising group. Mm-hmm. So what we do is um, all the different Supernatural cast members, they have a different charity that they support. Yeah. So what we do is we fundraise for those charities, uh, oh, normally okay. through art. Okay. Uh, so everyone on the group is very artistic. So we'll either, you know, make paintings or jewelry or whatever it may be. Uh, and then we normally have um, booths throughout. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Um, here's something. Uh, so like keychains, necklaces and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so from there, what we'll do is um, we normally have booths and events and then we'll you know, uh, pick a couple charities for that booth mm-hmm. and then, uh, all the money that we raise, we give to that charity. Gotcha. And, and Dean, how'd you become an angel? How'd you get involved? Um, I, I, I've been an angel, what, four years? Four years? Did I reach out to you? No, it was the last West coast representative. Oh yes. Before, that, that's right. Before she retired. That's right. That's right. Um, but basically, um, I was reached out and, um, because I did, um, I helped um, a person uh, who lost her uh, sister to a drunk driver um, who was also a minor Mm -hmm. um, who got hit and I helped her uh, get to go to a convention. And that's when I got reached out and be like, Hey, we really like what you do. Would you be interested in doing this thing? And I was just like, hell yeah. (laughs) I'm like, I want to be involved. And then it like, it was like, kind of like, I like, I I was a bit like, um, I didn't really do much for a while. And then 
uh, she reached out to me about lineage mm. and she was just like, Hey, you do cosplay. And I was just like, yeah, I do. Uh, and they were like, I can you to be a stand in for this thing. And then I show up to be a stand in and she's like, all right, we're going to write an entire character for you. And then a month later, can you be a leading writer? And I was just like, sure. I just go with the flow. And, you know, and like, that's always like my acting, like, you know, like things in the industry is always be present. And yeah. Dean was very, um, like uh impressive whenever mm. he <laughs> the project so um originally lineage was a completely different thing yeah um we uh it, it has changed into what it is now yeah um dean has completely helped with the whole rewrite of the entire uh just everything oh thank you <laughs> so um where we are right now it's a really good place so let's talk, let's talk about lineage. So when did you start the idea and the concept of lineage? Like you said, you knew supernatural is going to end. Did you like think about it in like the 10th season, the 12th season, the first season, second, you know what I mean? Like when did you start thinking about this idea? Not that far back. <laughs> um, but it, it was about, uh, probably a, about two and a half years ago now. Um, time flies. Yeah, yeah it, does. Um, it was about two and a half years ago. Um, the idea kind of came to me because uh, it was, uh, I knew that Supernatural was going to end. The final season, uh, I feel, was about to be announced, but it wasn't announced yet. Mm-hmm. And But I knew that the end was coming. Like, I could just <laughs> feel it, you know? We all, we all knew. We all like, knew. What we, because we go to conventions a lot, and yeah. so we get to know the actors, and, you know, like, yeah. you could just pick up a vibe, and we're like, all right. It, they're 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 putting up their flannels. Yeah, <laughs> so the because they all wear flannels. They all wear flannels, so it's like they hang up the flannel. Um, but we, we knew it was coming. Um, but uh, for me, because I've always loved horror, um, just I've always been into horror movies, even the cheesy ones. Like I'll watch. All, you all love horror. trolls too. I I do. Oh. I watch the worst horror movies. Oh my god! Is that the? Oh my god! Is that that one? Yeah. <laughs> That one, yes. She's trying um, to make me watch it. I was just like, no, it's so bad. But I have a guilty pleasure for it. All right, it's understandable. There's understandable. Um, I love Stephen King. That's for me. I, I love Stephen King. Like that's. What's your favorite Stephen King movie and book? Let me ask you that one. Honestly, if you're like, I really like the book Misery. Okay, but I really like the remake of. It both of them, yeah. Like I thought the cinematography in that was just absolutely beautiful. People mm-hmm. were like, "It's not scary enough," and I'm like, "No." But the thing is, like you know, like the stand is also really good as yeah. well. Um, but I really like, you know, I love the cinematography, and I also I love Bill Hader. Like it's Pet Cemetery for me. Um, uh, always the, like Pet Cemetery. The old one or the new one? Um, the old one. The new one's okay. <laughs> I, I didn't see. I didn't see the new one yet, so I can't really like say. Well, it's oh, okay, but right. it's, it's the old one. She started me. freaking out because we had a scene where we actually filmed in a pet cemetery, an abandoned pe- pet, pet cemetery. cemetery. Oh my yeah, gosh! In the middle of the night, <laughs> like on the approaching of a full moon. Wow! Like, yeah, so, it's really aligning right like, there. <laughs> since we had to film in a pet cemetery, the movie like is the only thing that popped in my head the entire time. Oh I, yeah, I'm like, I, I, I'd be scared I'm of like, shit oh, too. Man. I, I I don't watch Pet Cemetery because I I don't do well with dead animals. Like uh, it, it gets me. Like I'm only fine with like 
oh, okay, yeah. a child gets eaten and their arm gets ripped off. But, <laughs> but, but dead but, but animals, animals, no. No, I cross the line. That's, I can't do it. I can't, like. That's like me because I'm not into exorcist films or like any like type of demon style films. That, that shit feels like the realest out of any horror film ever. Like, get me anything yeah. else and I'll, I'll be able to watch it. But like, if it comes with exorcism or anything of that nature, I'm like, nope, I'm good. No, thank oh, you. Oh, well, you're not going to yeah. like our show. <laughs> Probably not. It's all uh, demons. Oh, I, well, see, I, I, I watch Supernatural, though. I, I can get behind that. It's like oh, the, it's, it's, yeah, it's like the, ex- like the exorcism of Emily Rose or some shit like that. That shit, oh, I'm like, no, that, yeah, that yeah. shit, well, I'm like, that's like too that, real. Uh, piece two. And the, the crawling on the back. And yeah, the, that shit. I'm like, ah. Oh. Um, the <laughs> <spinning>. <laughs> hey, Dean, I have to ask, have you ever read The Long Walk by uh, Stephen King? It's a Richard Bachman book. I have it. I have to read everything on audiobook because I'm dyslexic. Oh, so the audiobook's good. I'll, I'll admit it. I listened to the audiobook recently. Okay. Yeah, it's 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 a really good like read. It's about a hundred uh boys and they have to walk over like three to f- four miles, I think it is, and they can't walk under that mile per hour because if they do, they get three strikes. And after three strikes, they buy the ticket, which is they get shot. Oh wow! Oh, wow! Okay. Yeah, and that's that- all. Also, that movie is supposed to be made by the dude who did Scary Things to Tell in the Dark. Whatever that movie was, Scary Things to Tell in the Dark. Oh, yeah. yeah. But I don't know with Pandemic when it's going to come out or if they're going to do anything with it. But it's a book that should be yeah. made into a movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So going back yeah. to... Oh, we're going to say sorry. Oh, sorry. Go go for it. Oh, oh, sorry. I was going to ask. <laughs> going back to lineage. So you knew that the flannel was being hung up someday. Mm-hmm. So you start writing. So what was it originally then? I know you mentioned that earlier. We can yeah, okay. We can say what it was originally. Yes, please. Um, okay, so in Supernatural, it was hinted upon that Dean had a son. Okay. Um, the Benjamin Braden character. Um, he was only in like two episodes. But well, he was in a couple, maybe. Because I thought, season I thought it was, six. Oh yeah, okay, so a couple. Um, and the fandom, they kept saying, "Oh, Benjamin Brayden has to be Dean's son." It's so hinted upon. So the original concept for lineage was supposed to be about the descendants and sorts of the hunters that have passed on. Because yeah. it was going to take way in the future, and then they were going to kind of pick up where they left off, um, learning about hunting, hunting and such. So that was kind of the original concept. In so many words, there was Which, a lot. There was a lot going on. Weird, considering it would have played in well with how the finale went, <laughs> but. I'm not going to make spoilers because there's probably people in the podcast that have not that seen have not seen the final episodes and no spoilers yeah. there. But, well, this um, this will be but, out. But just a preface too. This will, sorry to cut you off. This will be out like probably if this is episode 65. This will be out in like March maybe. I think that's the time frame. Oh. Yeah. So if, if I did, uh, I'm guessing March April. So okay, I can't cool. do math right now. So you can <laughs> you can spoil it. You can yeah, spoil yeah, it, guys, um, if you want. Uh, but Sam ends up having a son named Dean, and we're like in the finale, and we're like, and we're like, wow, that's and we're like, no wonder why they told us to rewrite. No wonder they told us to rewrite it. They're like, nah, that didn't play in well, yeah. and they're like, trust us. It's like, it's a trust us, just don't do it. Because we were at a supernatural convention, and yeah. some of the actors saw our original, you know, concept and trailer yeah. and such for it. And this and, was before I was on. And yeah, it yeah. was before Dean was even on. Um, I was and, only as an actor. Yeah, only as actor. And some of the cast members were like, they, li- they looked at the trailer, they looked at me, 
And they were like, this is not going to work. You have to redo this. And, and at the time I was like, oh my gosh, really? And one of them looked at me and said, uh, like, listen, like you're, you're going to have a million rewrites until you get it right. Mm-hmm. So take this, redo it. And then come back and see us. Yeah. And I felt like I had like a little bit of kick in my gut just for like a second because I was like, oh my gosh, I have to redo everything. Yeah. Like, and how long is that going to take? And, and then the script that we have now, I think, was probably about the eighth different draft of which direction we go it, in. It was about we, eight times. Um, but it's also been edited and worked and yeah. so over a hundred times. And so once we finally got the concept that we like um, about the two sisters that are born from heaven and hell, so when angel mother and a demon father and we're like you know what that's going to be actually really cool Mm -hmm. that's something that supernatural didn't quite cover as much and um they originally didn't really want to bring angels on but the angel mythology really pushed the show to last for another for another 10 years and so it's what people are very drawn to and yeah and i feel like and our um, show's still going to have you know that you know as people say, like monster of the week, like it's still going to have monsters in it, but it kind of opens the door to new mythology with the angels and demons. So I feel like it's going to be really interesting um, to a lot of supernatural fans, but just horror fans in general, you don't have to understand supernatural to understand lineage. Yeah. And so that's that's what it, uh, it can be enjoyed by anyone who just likes the horror aspect. We're hoping to make it a little bit more edgier, Mm -hmm. a little bit more scary. Yeah, I mean the first the pilot has a lot of blood. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a funny scene, but yeah. it's great. I'm so excited to film it. Same. Awesome. Uh, so, so did you when you wrote when you send it? Well, sorry, let me rephrase this a little bit. So, did you have when you before when you sent it to them when you showed them the first time that trailer? Did you have like? Uh, a show bible? Did you have like the outline for more than one season already? And you had to rework all that. Well, okay. So originally we were on a time crunch. Okay. So we had to get a trailer done, get the concept done, get promo like promotional photos yeah. taken. So we weren't at the series Bible stage yet. Okay. They yeah. just wanted to see the concept, basically. That was the so supernatural we, people, right? The, the original, the original time. But this um, one, our series Bible is about ninety eight percent finished. Yeah. Wow. This because time we do have the Bible and the binder. You know, the binder just keeps getting bigger with each day because, yeah. you know, every time you do a new filming and stuff like that, you add it to the binder. Yeah. So mm-hmm. people were like, oh, when is the binder going to be finished? And I'm like, no, the Bible will be finished. The, the binder is never going to be finished. Yeah. <laughs> The, the, the Bible will, will be finished after the show is over yeah. because the binder keeps getting bigger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you have the contracts, you have, you know, the NDAs, you have you locations, know, locations yeah. and permission slips. And so it's a lot. So you started with a one inch binder and now probably have a four inch binder. It gets probably about six inches. Oh, binders? Like you might have to get a second one. <laughs> Custom yeah, binders. we might have to get a second binder. Yeah, we'll be like, all right, here's the here, here's our binder for just legal work. Here's <laughs> yeah. our binder, like yeah, be because organized. Like, instead of just having the tabs in the binder, yeah. each tab is a new binder. <laughs> and we have a great legal person, so oh, that's good. Uh, yeah, she's she's great, keeping us on track. <laughs> and she's also an executive producer. Her awesome. name is Christy District. Mm-hmm. And she's really cool. Awesome, mm-hmm. awesome. Um, so now going back to rewriting it and doing all that stuff. So so you start doing that, and is that when you bring Dean on? On the rewrites? Yes. Okay. 
Yes. Yeah. Dean was already an actor in yep. the show at that point whenever we were showing it um, to some of the actors. But um, whenever we realized, oh, man, we got to rework this thing. Yeah. Um, I was leaving the convention. We were mm-hmm. walk- I remember we were walking out the doors. Mm-hmm. You know, unless it was over, I mm-hmm. had just donated um, autographs to um, Random Max so mm-hmm. they could auction them to um, raise money. And I was walking out with her and I was just like, hey, you know, like, I would like to help write. And she's just like, okay, sure, whatever. Like, I, I, I didn't know the experience yet. And then Dean showed me some of the stuff that he's worked on. And I was like, you know what? Like, you're perfect for the, you know, yeah, to be like, a writer. Like, and that's he, great. she was just like, I wrote this part. You could write, like, you know, like start writing. And then I'm like, oh, the next day I'm like, I'm done. And she's like, what do you mean you're done? Like, you're just done there. And I'm like, no, I wrote 48 pages. Holy shit. <laughs> I was like, I was like in a night. Yeah. So, so I yeah, didn't sleep. It was, uh, it was, was helpful. Yeah. And, and I think that was the first draft of it and we had a whole different concept. It, I think that one was, we were reworking in a similar aspect. And then as we wrote different drafts and then like we were changing it, mm-hmm. like we got, we were like, changing as we went. Um, so it's kind of, morphed into what it is now yeah Yeah, like there were a bunch of different avenues like there was one that we were like following a journal and each episode was and every season was going to be almost like american horror story ish it would be just dealt with a whole different concept Mm. but we realized it was a little too much um like 13 reasons why with one thing that we were going to go with and we're like you know what that's very problematic it's a a touchy subject so so we're like let's scrap that um because we know the fan base is very um very emotional and they have a lot of um advocates for mental health so we wanted to do something that was like a metaphor that they fought like every day that like Like they were fighting their personal demons yeah they would fight the monster that would represent their depression or anxiety or their struggle, mm-hmm. which was a really cool concept, yeah. but it just would not flow the way that it would need to, if we wanted to put it on a network. Yeah. I feel like that would be also hard to do because I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming here that there's only a certain <laughs> amount of like, you know, types right there. And then you have to kind of re go back and visit those types again, if I'm mistaken. Right. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I thought so. It, it, it wouldn't have been good for long term. Yeah, it's better for the short short term, right? It would make good maybe miniseries, but yeah. other than that, it, just, it wouldn't be able to last. What we have now is we have an outline of almost every episode up to the end of season three. Wow! So we have outlined every episode. So yeah, we we're prepared for at least three seasons if okay. it gets to that, and then, however, if it does continue past three seasons. We can still continue it if we wish. Yeah, there's still room to grow. That's yeah, we where have, we yeah. have it. We have a we have a door like we have an ending that can be placed at any moment. Gotcha. And so that's why we we already wrote. So what we did was we wrote the beginning and we wrote the end. And so we were like, let's find the road that goes to that. And yeah. the ending was something that kept from throughout all the drafts besides the original, mm-hmm. and that it's really really cool ending. And so we're just gonna get we found the right road that's going to make it get there. That's awesome. I mean, that's, that's also really great that you have three seasons outlined. I mean, no one, a lot of people I feel like don't think that long-term and that is a really (laughs) good thing. And even like, I think people even say like for shows in general too, you're supposed to have at least three seasons kind of outlined and thought out a little bit just to show Mm -hmm. what the long-term longevity of the show is going to be too, which, which guys, that's great. Yeah. You did that. And by the way, Dean, you are a machine for doing 48 pages in one night. 
by the way. Oh, thank you. And yes. I've done it several it was, times. It was just like, I'm done. I'm like, how many pages I, did you write? Also, I'm also Sleep. horrible. Like, I, I had to leave my grandfather's memorial. To oh, my gosh. Uh, like, that, it was just like, it was one of those, it was like, it was at least before the main part ended. And at least it helped me avoid uh emotional stuff and she's like the drafts are missing and then I'm on my phone with no wifi and I'm like trying to figure it out and then she's like I got it and I'm like I was so scared that everything that was written was just gone oh my gosh and I'm like that's I'm like that's a good 16 hours yeah there was like a technical <laughs> glitch we gotta figure it out it's that's all good. good that's good that's <laughs> this is why you print out things guys come on we need we need physical copies still oh uh, yeah yes <laughs> I'm a workaholic uh, I, I can tell. I can tell. And, that's, and I compliment you for that one. Um, so, okay. Because <laughs> I lost my train of thought after I heard 48 pages in one day. Or when, <laughs> basically. Yeah. We're not joking. I'm not like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not like, oh, no. knowing you're joking. It's just, like, I, I, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was a lot. I'm Holy dyslexic shit. as well. So, that must have been really tough. Like, just in general, like, I mean, saying you're dyslexic and doing that. Oh, my gosh. That- uh, grammarly. Gra- Grammarly. That's a plug not for Grammarly. Not sponsored. <laughs> not sponsored. Grammarly, if you're listening to it, please sponsor us now. Uh, <laughs> so okay, so now you write all this, all um. Now okay, you write that new new stuff. You have the trailer ready. Do you go into production, or do you like do a new trailer? So right now what we're working on are promos, okay. um, so small scenes, mm. and we are working on a trailer. Okay. But it's going to um, be all the promos mixed into yeah, it. It's so it's going to be all the promos mixed in with a couple added scenes. Two birds, I mean, with one stone. Mm-hmm. Like that kind of deal. Like we need to do both anyway, so yeah. best way to do it is do the promos and then take stuff from the promos into the trailer. Gotcha. And we do have um, some time to get things done. Um, so we were planning on going to a supernatural convention, but it was rescheduled. Yeah. So um, we're doing that convention in June now. Uh, we're going to be at San Francisco. Oh, cool. Um, to kind of show everything that we've worked on. So we have until June to pretty much get caught up and get our promos done. Yeah. At we, that point. Um, we started filming about um, uh, August. Okay. When we first started filming again, um, because yeah, quarant- it was August. Quarantine really, you know, I it's affecting a lot of us, and yeah. a lot of productions. Um, yeah, and so we didn't start working until uh, Supernatural got the okay to start filming again, and that was in August. Mm-hmm. So um, for us, we were like, we're very, very careful on what we're doing. We we have uh covid guidelines and everything on set. Yeah. Um we limit the amount of people that are even on set. So it has affected our production greatly, but we're still getting it done. Everyone's oh, covered in their PPE. Um yeah, yeah. we have temperatures as we walk in. There's mm-hmm. regular covid testing, masks, sanitizer. Yeah. yeah and, everything. Um yeah, so wow. I I'm I've been on set in a while, but like I, the PPE thing's really great that's been like I mean, everyone's been like uh on top of it with all that shit too. It's crazy. Ooh. Like it I mean, they don't really do PP for where I work. I work at the news. So I mean they will have PP. I mean I'm sorry, I should say we have the mask. But we don't get COVID testing um uh mm. frequently or anything of that nature. So I find that interesting. Um but what was I gonna say too? Uh okay, so you're doing these promos. Now are these promos I'm guessing they're selected scenes from your Outl- um, not your outlines, but your outlines and or scripts. 
that you have written? Yes. Okay. Yes, correct. Yeah. So there, uh, there, a lot of them are from the outlines. Mm-hmm. Um, the only the pilot mm-hmm. is officially all the way scripted through. Okay. Um, we did the final edit through uh, last week by mm-hmm. our uh, producer Lex Sington. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Lex Sington. We're calling Lex. Calling Lex, but his full name's Lexington, and he did the. Um, you know, script editing and everything. So the script is done yeah. officially. Nice. Since last. And yeah, then, and- uh, question two: Are you gonna reshoot the promos once, like it's you start filming again? Like how? Like I don't know how that works for a lot of people. Do like do they film the promos and then kind of like keep them in the can for when the episode comes out? Are you gonna just refilm them? Yeah, uh, they they will be refilmed. Um, so uh, normally the way it works is before um, you know you get picked up or you get a network, yeah. you have to have something to show. Yeah. So these are the things that we were going to show. Yeah, um, originally back then they would just base it right off of like looking at a script and like just an elevator pitch. Yeah. But mm-hmm. nowadays they want to visually see it. Yeah. Like I want to see what this direction you were taking. What is the camera angles? What is the cinematography and the lighting and how are you doing it? Yeah. Because if it's already looks really good, they're going to be like, okay, they know what they're doing. And versus like, because they're um, Hollywood doesn't like to make risks. Yeah, and they yeah. also know what to base it on. So they want something physical. to see. Gotcha. Have you guys ever thought of going the route of like, you know, self distribution also in that regard as well? Or have, uh, that, has it never come think, up? We did think about that. We did. Some, we did think about it. Um, it's just, um, in a sense, is there's not enough funding for us. We're mm-hmm. all of us is out of, straight out of pocket, gotcha. and especially with COVID, a lot of us are out of work mm-hmm. um, and our other time jobs. Um, right now, like I usually work um, as a dancer, mm-hmm. and there's no performances right now, so I'm not getting gigs. Yeah. Um, and performing on camera and stuff like that just isn't um, as well. Um, you don't make as much, um, for gigs Yeah, and, um, but, and we, we are working on, um, some things to get, um, something up for our supporters to support us. We do have a merch store up right now mm-hmm. where people can purchase, you know, autograph posters, hats, masks. Yeah. Um, we're selling masks. With oh, nice. We do have masks with our logo. Um, nice. so any purchase, it does help fund our production. So we do have things going on like that um, and any because it does take money to make these promos. It, yeah. It's not like we can just, you know, we have yeah. a great team of people. And, but And that's why we're not making our own self-distribution. Dis- yeah. Distribution. Yeah. <laughs> I'm dyslexic. I know, I know. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so we, we did think about it. We we're like, okay, what if we made a website and we just, like, uploaded our videos and stuff? But then we're like, we do have so many, like, we don't have just one foot in the door. We have like 10 feet in the door with a bunch of different places. So yeah. we're in a very, very good spot. That's that great. it's just like, we have to like, we look at each other sometimes and we're like, and just like, this is happening, isn't it? And yeah. we're like, so we're, is- we're in a very good spot. Oh, good. Um, we just have to be kind of constant with getting things done. Yeah. And with COVID it's been difficult, but we've still, you know, we've been getting it done. Yeah. So. That's always a plus. I remember a question I had now before I found out about the 48 pages. So in the trailer, was that the, uh, did you have to change actors and actresses at all? We yeah. did. Yes, we have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I was, I was just curious about that as well. Um, so going back now to where we're at today 
you have a timeline for June in San Francisco, mm-hmm. right? So, mm-hmm. and you have, I mean, do you have the blessing of the super? I'm guessing you have the, I'm guessing. Yeah. I'm going to yes. safely assume. Um, Chad Lindbergh especially has been so supportive. Mm-hmm. Um, he played um, Ash in Supernatural, but he was also in Fast and the Furious and, and a few other films. Uh, I Spit on Your um, Grave. I Spit on Your Grave. Mm-hmm. Um, he's he's an amazing actor, but he's also an amazing human. Yeah. And he's been um, kind of giving us advice along the way. We call, we call him our godfather. We call him godfather. Um, but <laughs> it's, one thing I love about him is that he made, he does this amazing Joe Exotic cosplay that he does. Really? He, oh, he does, he does, he does yeah. TikToks as Joe Exotic. Oh, God. <laughs> He does. It's, it's, he's great. He's great. I thought we were past Tiger King by now. Oh shit! I know. <laughs> we're ne- it's never over. It's never over. Uh, what a way 2020 started with that. Like, thanks to fucking Tiger King. Like, I got through quarantine. <laughs> like funny. quarantine life. Oh my god. Uh, no, Chad. Chad's great. Um, he's he's great. And we have a lot of other support as well. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. we have like we get a lot of like constant check ins from the other cast. Like. Be like, so what you doing? It's like, how's it going? You know, so they've been very, you know, because I feel like they don't want Supernatural to end either. Yeah. And Supernatural was their baby. And they want some, I'm sure they want something to be able to come back to. And um, we're really working hard uh, on our team. Yeah, we we have a certain person in mind we're hoping will be our, um, will be our production company. That's, mm-hmm. There's a production company that we're very, very interested in, and we're really hoping that they like this and pick it up. Nice. Uh, they're called uh, Chaos Productions, and really? they just opened, and it's founded by Jensen Ackles, who plays Dean in Supernatural, and also his wife, Daniil, who has guest starred on that, and also she was um, um, a regular on One Tree Hill. Mm-hmm. As well. Oh, cool. And so. They have it's with Warner Brothers, so if they pick it up, we will be able to do all these supernatural tie-ins. Also, having someone who has been on every single episode yeah. of Supernatural since the very beginning, and who knows it like yeah. back of his hand, yeah. So, and he has said that he wants to, he wants a project that's supernatural related to be given to him, and so we're like, hey, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. is that why you're going to his bar? We we are we're actually going next week. Okay, yeah, we're, we're we, we are we are going next week. Yeah, uh, we're road awesome, tripping man. with one of our uh, friends, Ian, who's also um, he, he's a crew member, but he's also cast as well. So yeah, he plays he plays us. Darren Westbrook. Um, yeah, so we're we're avoiding COVID by not flying. Mm-hmm. We're driving. Okay, and we're going to be sleeping. In, we're going to sleep in the SUV. Okay. So we're like avoiding hotels as well because they could be lying about sanitation mm-hmm. and we're avoid like if we're going to stay at a hotel it's going to be one of those places that have the 24 hour sanitation mm-hmm. bombs we're going to be off. traveling like the Winchesters just <laughs> they slept in their car and so are we will you be wearing flannel down. let me ask you that will you be wearing flannel yeah. Yes. Yeah, I feel like you have to for this road trip. I'll be wearing flannel. Yes. <laughs> I got my boots. I just right. bought, we just bought a new pair of boots. We're like we're ready to go. Warm. Like yeah, we're ready. And we're gonna see another castmate out in Oklahoma. Originally, we're going out to this trip to go pick. I've been making a joke to go pick up my hellhound. So I'm gonna go pick up a puppy in Oklahoma. Oh and so what kind of puppy? puppy? It's a mini Australian Shepherd. Oh my god, they're so adorable. Oh She's so cute. And we're naming her. We're I'm naming. I'm stuck between naming her Baby or Castiel. And so I'm like, Baby Cass. <laughs> I like because that. Because my name's yeah. Dean, so I'm like, okay, I gotta have something that's like, 
and she's a black tricolor. So she has the Castile colors, but she, it's also the same colors as the car. So uh, the black and tan, yeah. I'm like, both names <laughs> together. And we're as good. And we're meeting another castmate, um, yeah. Clay. Um, we, a funny story though is we, we found him on TikTok. Oh, uh, wow. He's he's a really really good supernatural cosplayer, yeah. and um, it got to the point where we were like, you know what, like we might have a character for him, and he's in Oklahoma, and it just worked out. So we're going to meet him on the way down to Texas. Oh wow! And I'm guessing um, it sounds like you have cast members from like all over the states. Like, if, am I- oh yeah, uh, we have uh, a few in California. Uh, a few, yeah, a few in uh, the LA area. I mean, um, I'm California too. Yeah, yeah. So. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I know. I've been here for LA. five months. You're and from then, North California, yeah. though. You're from like far, far <laughs> north. California areas, <laughs> and we have we have a lot of Van- uh, we have a lot of connections in Vancouver. We have uh, we have one actress who is in Vancouver that will be later in the season. Um, we are still working out their character, but mm-hmm. yeah, so we got people all over and one of our biggest sponsors is my girlfriend and she's in Australia. So, oh, wow. <laughs> all, all, all over. <laughs> That's all over. You're international. I shouldn't even say you're, you're continental. You're international. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, so how's that been wrangling at, well, I mean, I, I guess I'm guessing not everyone who's content internationally is in the promo videos so how has that been you know wrangling everyone up in general too who aren't just from vegas we had to fly in one of our actors mm-hmm. um he flew in so we can get his parts done and he did and everything that he, he, he did in. everything he needed to do in a day it was very impressive we had a 12-hour shoot day yeah um with no breaks yeah it was like no breaks it was constant um, and then he flew back to California, but we got his stuff done and, um, we're meeting this other cast member in Oklahoma. Um, but his, his scenes, his are scenes all, so this character is not a spoiler of this. It's the yeah, 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 character. Yeah, he he is, um, basically he is the hunter YouTube influencer. Oh, okay. So all his videos are supposed to be done, like supposed to look low grade a little yeah, yeah. bit. And he'd be like, Hey guy, like, he's a little bit like the ghost facers, but a little bit more like point on to like unboxing videos and stuff. So making fun of this thing, but it's, he's a hunter. And yeah. he's like, Oh, look at this weapon. This is and great. Like, this and like, I just been sponsored by blah, blah, blah. Don't forget to do this. And so like, um, so, so in his Perry, case, he, he can, can get- film a lot of the stuff yeah. just like normal social media postings because, mm-hmm. um, our characters will be watching him on like cell phones and computers and stuff like that. Gotcha. Oh, that's great. That's easy. And um, how has it been on production filming those days? I know you said like it was you finished in twelve hour days, long days. What's the morale been? What's like everyone? How's everyone doing with uh, you know the project and you know feeling how are they feeling? How's everyone feeling? Everyone's really gung ho. We're always just like, "Are you okay?" And they're like, "I'm ready. Let's do it again. Let's yeah. do it again." I'm like, "Are you sure we can take it's a like, break? Like, do you need a water? Do you need a snack? No, let's go. Let's go. Let's go." Like they're, they're very professional and on point. Mm. Um, our crew, they're amazing. Our cast, they're amazing. Um, really, so we have so many talented people on the, Tristan on the project. Really, yeah. Tristan and Goldfinger. Mm. Like they're, they're like our, our audio camera gods. Who? Um, who? Tristan and uh, who? Tr- Tr- Tristan and Goldfinger. Goldfinger. Okay. Uh, Goldie. Uh, Goldie. Wait, Goldfinger. I thought you said Bowfinger. His first name's Steve, but we just call him by his last name. So okay. we always call him Goldfinger. Um, but uh, Tristan and him, they're, they're very good um, 
on crew. And then our castmates are amazing. Um, we have uh, Nicole Unger. She plays Maria. She's also in the Friends uh, production out here. The Friends uh, uh, parody. Friends yeah. parody. Yeah, she oh, plays Rachel in the music, mm-hmm. uh, Friends musical. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then uh, Christy, um, Christy Leone, she's amazing and she plays our Annabelle. Okay. Yeah, and she's been on since the original trailer. Yeah, she's okay. been on for a while. Yeah, and so we just switched, we switched up one of the sisters and <clears throat> uh, that is now played by Nicole. <clears throat> and she has really just brightened everything. Like the chemistry between these two sisters now is just like, wow, I, I, I believe that. I believe are, that they're related. Like their oh. chemistry is just amazing. Uh, awesome. They're really like the style that we went with them was very... Um, Nicole Kidman and Sandra Bullock from Practical Magic. Yeah. One's a redhead and the other one has brunette hair. And mm-hmm. we're like, that's awesome. I can but see the that morale now, yeah. of it, everyone's just like, this is really good. Every time we go on set, the castmates come up to us, especially Lex. And it's just like, we're like, we're really doing this, guys. Like, it's happening. Like, we're so proud of I'm like, yeah, I'm proud of us too. <laughs> so, it's great. Um, we get very mushy on set sometimes. We're hey, like, we, 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 we love you guys tied up and we were just like they started singing Christmas carols while I was, <laughs> while tied, was tied up I think I saw and that I did you post like, that guys I'm like this is actual torture I did, I did yeah. post okay. it yes. I'm <laughs> like this is genuine torture for me <laughs> Wait, I do not like Christmas music <laughs> you know what we're in the same boat I don't like Christmas music at, at all either my fiance is like like she's decorating the house. She's like, "Come help me!" I'm like, "I don't want to help. I hate decorating for Christmas. I'm a, I'm a, I, I'm a I always Scrooge." Christmas, like I just put up Hall- I put up more Halloween stuff around Christmas. You know what? Halloween. I feel like Halloween is sometimes an unappreciated holiday. You know. Yeah. You know. I, I mean, that's well, Nightmare Before Christmas gives an opening to keep that I know. decorated as Halloween. So. But the thing is, like, I always wanted to do this if I had a plastic like Christmas tree. I always get a real tree everywhere. Uh, every year um oh, man. but uh just like if i had a plastic one i would keep it up and every time there's a new holiday i would just decorate just it for decorate that it holiday for like holiday. for christmas and just be like because it has all the seasons and the trees <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna i'm gonna try to convince you i found out about this tree and i i'm tempted to buy it. it's like four all right i'm gonna give you the price first but i'm gonna tell you what it does after it's four hundred dollars <laughs> okay. for this tree but it's an wow. R- it's an rgb tree so oh. basically you can set it to any color you want and it does like reindeer movements and all this other stuff. So yeah. I'm like, I, if that was a tree I get, I'd totally decorate it for every holiday as well. Nice. Like, nice. That, like, I, yeah, like that. I, yeah, I would do that. I had a tree in my old apartment. We left it up for like every holiday is behind us in the old like podcast setups and stuff like that. So it's pretty funny. I was like, I like your tree. <laughs> I'm like, thank you. It's still up here since like, when we first moved in, our, our tree, our tree has a bunch of uh, stuffed animals on it. Like, oh, okay. Literally, it's 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 all over the place. I I don't even know. It's fine. There's a unicorn. There's angel dust. There's a there's a there's angel a dust. there's a lion on the top. <laughs> yes, I said angel dust. Um, it's a it, character from oh. this series called Has Been Hotel. Um, also, it, it started off as an um, independent animation on yeah. YouTube, and then it's actually got picked up by A24. Oh wow! So, so it, yeah, it's really really cool. I love A twenty four stuff. They're fucking shit's phenomenal. Yeah, uh, me too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, that's another place where we're like, hi. Yeah, <laughs> we're uh, like, you like independent creators. Uh, the, <laughs> yeah. Did you see the uh, Midsummer director's cut yet? Any of you or no? Yes. yes how how is yes. it? I'm I'm tempted to buy it. 
Um, it, it, it's good. It's good. Is it better than? I, I really like Colts it's good. stuff, and I thought that was really. I really liked that one a lot because it was a different. It was definitely the different take on it because mm-hmm. they always like when they talk about cults and stuff, they really just show like Charles Manson and stuff mm-hmm. like that yeah. or James uh, Jonestown. And yeah. this, it really showed like this, like um, euphoric. Yeah. Like of what it, your brain goes through when you're in it. And I thought that was really cool. And we do have um, some characters that are very cult ish mm-hmm. um, in our series. So it's, we're like the Joker meets Charles Manson. Yeah. Okay. Basically. Yeah. Right. Guys, what about David Koresh? That's like the best cult leader ever. <laughs> Waco, Texas. Come on. Don't don't give him some love. No, I'm kidding. Uh so let me ask <laughs> No. No. <laughs> uh let me ask you this. Um so if you get if you get picked up with the Warner Brothers thing, right? Let me ask you, have you ever been on the tour? Have you ever done like have you ever seen the, the- I have- you have. I've wanted to so bad. Oh. My girlfriend <laughs> took me. Oh my god! Yes, right. it was spontaneous. Yeah. So we so uh, it was right before we went to a convention in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. So we started our trip and because this was actually the first time me and my girlfriend meeting. Oh, wow. as well. Um, because it's long distance. Yeah. And we we had been friends for about four years, and we met through Gish, mm-hmm. and which is the um, greatest mm-hmm. international scavenger hunt. Yeah. And we were on different teams, and so we we met through that, but. Um, I love, I love them to death. Like she makes me so happy. Um, but so we were, we were like, um, there was a giant supernatural poster that was on one of the blocks and we wanted to take a picture of it. And we went up trying to like find it. And, and they're like, do you want to do the tour? And I was just like, uh, I'm like, I don't know. I don't really have the money for that. And she's just like, she was just like, we're doing it. And it was like $75 per person, but we went on it. Yeah. Saw like the set of Gilmore Girls, yeah, Friends. Yeah. We actually got to see behind the scenes of Lucifer as it was being oh, shot. And it was really cool. Like I was just like, I got to be in Lux and also the penthouse. And I love the show Lucifer a lot. And so I like, we did the whole tour yeah. and I also like the Supernatural writer's room is just like above the tour house. Yeah. So it's actually really cool. I'm jealous. I got to see the Ellen fucking stage. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. I wasn't really excited about it, but my mom was when I sent her pictures. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. The, 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 I'm guessing you want, I'm, it's safe to say you want the, uh, reg, there's, there's three tour packages, you know, um, and I know there's the one, the one I want to go to next is the, uh, the, the one that's pre seventies. Uh, there's one like the golden era of Hollywood one as well. So that's another one I want to do with that. Um, but you, Victoria, you need to go on that tour. You need to find a way and go I, on that. Yeah, I do. I do, this, I do. I do. I do. We did the $75 tour. So it was about two hours yeah. long when we did. And we got to see all the vehicles. We yeah. got to see the prop house and the yeah. costuming. That, that prop house I is phenomenal. There. That prop house. Oh my God. It's like what they say. Oh, I was just like, Galore. Oh, I, I, I worked in theater my whole life, yeah. so I only got into film up here. Yeah. So I I went to a professional um I went to a professional uh performing arts academy yeah. um throughout high school. So when I graduated high school, I actually had two. I had my diploma, and I also had a certification of advanced theater. Yeah. So I know all about the props. I know about drama turkey. Yeah. I know all these things of like lighting and stuff. 
we, we needed some fake blood for a scene the other day. Yeah. And um, our um, uh, our actress, Nicole, uh, she made like buckets of fake blood yeah. <laughs> for the scene. And she had so much fun doing it because it was also edible. She sent us a video <laughs> where she just licked it. And, she, <laughs> and we're like, this is, she's vegan. And so we, I just kept making jokes about it because she's just like eating blood. I'm like, aren't you vegan? <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was great. How she make that blood edible? Isn't that like usually cat like corn syrup or something like that and like red yeah, food dye? Yeah, it was, it it was corn syrup, syrup uh, flour, water, and food coloring. Food coloring. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. I, uh, if you want, we, I was gonna say if you want to know how to do sweat, I heard glycerin works. I think uh, is that the correct thing? Glycerin or something like that, and a little bit of water, and it makes the sweat yeah, last longer. Yeah, yeah, because it gives you those like yeah. little like drops that silicone leaves. Yeah, so yeah. It's yeah. Just like, there you go. Um. So I'm gonna ask you the hardest question ever. I think oh. favorite season of Supernatural. Oh no! Go. <laughs> okay, I, I already knew my. Oh, you knew this. That. Okay, this is unfair. Okay, can I have two? You can have. You have as you have, have up to three. Okay, well I'm gonna okay, do two. I'm gonna do two though. Okay, that's fine. Um, I think for me it would be uh, season five. Um, probably season probably season five. Season one, because I have a soft spot for it. So for me, it's season five. Okay. And the tail end of season seven into full season of eight. Interesting. So I, I love season eight a lot. It, it got a lot of pushback and stuff. I love the purgatory storyline. I thought that was really cool. I really liked um, the chemistry between Dean and Cass that season. I really liked the introduction of Benny. Um, and I really just thought it was really good. Um, also I have, um, a tattoo that has to deal with a season seven finale. Mm -hmm. And I thought the season eight finale was really good with having the angels fall, which actually ties into our story really well. It really does. And so I feel like that's why it has a personal soft spot is because I just thought the ending of that inside that church of them, like of Sam crying. And I just, I thought that was just a phenomenal and i love castiel and so the scene where his grace gets stolen i was just like i was just like hitting all that angst and i was just like oh no <laughs> if i don't like i like um things that evoke emotion i'm yeah. definitely one of those artists like i need to evoke emotion mm -hmm. if i'm like meh I'm, I'm not feeling it yeah but that's why season five definitely i really like season like swan song like mm -hmm. you know that was one of the best endings ever and that was Kripke's ending it was you know mm. now i'm gonna watch supernatural probably starting this week so thank you guys yes, yeah, yes. <laughs> we have one we have one cast member that just started watching it what three weeks ago and then he's almost done yeah, he's, like he's almost done like yeah, he's been I, binging. i've been watching the office a lot lately so because i've been listening to the office ladies podcast and it's like they just go <laughs> they just go back to the old episodes and talk about them I'm like oh i gotta watch this episode again i gotta watch this episode again so right. i just Ended up binging. <laughs> <laughs> Green's horish. Um, here's another question too. How is I've heard from a friend that the ending of Supernatural is very like, like up in the air in the sense of like people are like eh or yeah. No comment. No comment. Yeah, no comment on that one. I don't think we really can't. I, say I, I really oh, don't yeah, think it's we... true. I apologize. I'm sorry. You know, I mean, we understand, we understand what we, you're we, talking we, about. We, we understand. It's on our end. Whatever opinion we say might affect our business. Yeah. So we gotta say no, no, no worries. I, again, I apologize about that then. Um, let me, 
I, like on an off time where we're not being recorded, I could give you like <laughs> All right. oh, on, our, on our off time. I yes. will just say that there were a lot of tears and a lot of drinking, and we don't drink, and we drank an entire bottle of rum during that episode. Holy shit! So, <laughs> and it, we did eggnog rum, and then <laughs> we did, I, and we then I the got up, and then one of the scenes happened, and I just got up to vomit because I hated it so much. I was just like, no. You, you, you mean the eggnog rum? You hate it so much that it didn't taste good. <laughs> I mean, it was actually. I mean, that tasted good. It was all right, but I didn't. Li- I didn't like puking like that. Uh, that yeah, no, that, no one that likes was, puking. Yeah, no, that was, no one likes that. That's the worst. <laughs> oh my god! I, I waited bottle. until commercial break. But 15, 15 seasons for Supernatural was a great run. Yeah, it, Long, really, it is. It Longest sci-fi show. Yeah. yeah. Longest sci-fi show. I mean, seriously, after like, you know, it, it's also tough too. If you think about it, like, look at shows like, you know, it, it, just Supernatural, but like Cheers, Stargate SG-1, you know, The Office. Mm-hmm. It gets tougher to write those se- later seasons because it's like, okay, what do we talk about now? And like a show that lasted 15 years and adding those elements, like you said, the angel saved it first, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. In that regard. Yeah. So that's like. The longevity it, of that it too. Kept, it kept the introduction yeah. of Misha uh, as Castiel really, the, it Castiel they, really brought a new. He was only supposed to be in it for a few episodes, yeah. and it literally just like, like he was like very a turning point, like mm-hmm. of everything. Um, he was, but for us, like we we've had some talks and stuff. Like I was. I, I have said I'm like I'm only going to be on the show for a certain amount of time yeah. because I don't want to be burnt out with my writing. Yeah. So we have door open to at least season five, but I feel like once we get to like a season five, we're like, all right, that's we want it to still. We don't want to beat a dead horse. Yeah. Like, it, it, if, there's, if there's a story to tell, we'll continue to tell it. But yeah. you know, we don't want to try to drag it out either. You know. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, that's good too. Like you, had, like you had again, you had the longevity, the longevity of season three, but you know, like season five is basically. That's that's done, right? That's the end. Yeah, it, it, it might, might be. Yeah. It yeah. Might, like, might be. But. I mean, I know at least for me, for she's you. just like if there's a story to tell, I'm gonna I'm yeah. gonna do it. For me, I'll probably start another cre- like a creative project. Yeah. Sorry, there's a cat playing with Dory. <laughs> <Yeah. Sorry. Okay. laughs> um, like like if it if it's time at that point, then we'll know. You know. Gotcha. Yeah. Just stay on to produce then, Who's basically. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I mean, there's a lot of things going on next. Next year, we'll see what happens next year because next year we don't even know. I was like, 2021, everything will be back to normal. I'm like, it doesn't work no, that way. I'm, I'm, <laughs> it's just gonna it's gonna pull over into the next year. Like, yeah. that, like it's just like, oh, midnight, COVID's gone. And I'm like, <laughs> no, it's. I mean, once we get a vaccine, yeah, and that's not even gonna be out till like May or June, technically, or April, May or June, or some shit like that too. So who the hell knows yeah, what's gonna happen? I can't, I can't go to Australia at least until October of next year. <clears throat> that's crazy! Like, oh my gosh. And that's what, and even longer because they have a travel ban longer. Like they're like, we'll lift like some of the things, yeah. but anyone coming from the U.S., uh-uh. Oh yeah, because mm-hmm. we didn't do anything smart. But that's another story for another time. No, yeah, yeah <laughs> my yeah. eyes are just like so far back in my brain. I'm yeah. like, Ugh. I'm sorry. That, that I mean, that sucks. Because I mean, I mean, I'm not even planning like um, my wedding until 2020. Like I'm not thinking about it till 2022. Cause like yeah, 2021, like, yeah. like there's no point to do in 2021 right now. Like it's just like, no, I, yeah. I would wait. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like oh, no, I'm good. So whatever. I mean, it is what it is, but hopefully we're, we're towards the end and hopefully by the time this comes out also, we'll be closer to the end than we were. And yeah, you guys, yeah, and, yeah. You, and you guys and are, we can it, reminisce in the yeah. memory. Like, I remember when, 
we talked about Remember this. Remember when we like got paid like better from staying home than actually at <laughs> our own jobs? Yeah. That hurts, but yeah. And then uh, hopefully you guys are able to go in person to the co- convention in San Francisco yes, too. Which that's be, what we're really yeah. hoping for. Our, our first convention will be in May. Oh, okay. June. Which one? No. Memento. Oh yeah, May, May. Memento and, uh, Con. Memento. What's me- Memento so, Con? Yes. We have one con in May, uh, Memento Con that we're um, trying to attend, and then June um, for the Supernatural Convention. Yeah, gotcha. uh, Memento Con is kind of like they have. They're not saying it's a supernatural convention, but it, every person that's there is a supernatural, a supernatural actor. actor so and on the person that's headlining it, we're really, really close with. And yeah. We're like, hey, can we get a photo? Yeah. yeah, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> and the booths are really cheap. Yeah. It'll be like seventy five dollars for a table. I'm yeah, like, seventy five dollars. No, wow, that's pretty good. Now, yeah. my last question for both of you at the moment is, um, what has been the? Have you had any feedback yet from fans of the show that have seen any yes. of the stuff? What What yes, has that been? Um, it's, it's been really good. Um, so TikTok really helped us um, boost, like getting ourselves out there yeah. in a sense. So um, someone made a fan group. Oh wow! Um, on Facebook, um, we've so, had fan art. Yeah, we, we, we have fan art, fan group. People are making videos and reactions. Um, it's gotten like there's a lot. We have a lot of good fans already. Um, it's incredible. We have uh, um, we have almost two thousand followers on that, and then we have almost. 3,000 on our Twitter. There was one wow. fan um, who we met through TikTok. Um, she actually came out to watch us film for one day. Um, Kayla, uh, she's been very supportive and made fan art and yeah, stuff Yeah, she us. got to do that for her birthday. And yeah, that was really cool. She was very happy. Yeah, oh I got, she got to drive our classic car. Well, she got to drive in it. I yeah. let her take pictures with it. But we have a, we also have a classic car that yeah. the girls drive. Okay. Um, it's a uh, old red Cadillac. With the bench seats, okay. all red leather. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I mean, and also uh, going back to the the fans too. It's like that's a really strong fan base. I didn't realize how strong yeah. that, that oh, supernatural yeah. fan base is. That's that's holy moly. Like that's that's great for you guys. It's a juggernaut. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't realize that. Yeah, it's got it does have a big fan base. Yeah, I mean, shit. It's it's longer than Star Trek's fan base because like Star Trek only lasted what three or four seasons too. On top of yeah, that, yeah, this is the only show that like people are like, oh, what about Doctor Who? That's been since the sixties, and I'm like, no. But the thing is, that's not consecutively. This show has had the same people from day one in every single yeah. episode for, for 15, fifteen years. Yeah, that yeah. is the longest consecutively running sci-fi show I think in the world ever. Yeah, yeah I don't, I can't, yeah, can't, can't think of anything else on that one. Um, yeah. <laughs> But originally uh, season ten, it was just like they were the longest one in the U.S. And then they, then they, know, then they overpassed that. Yeah, because yeah. even Doctor Who, like you said, consecutively. I mean, the Doctor always changes. I mean, the, the all that stuff. I mean, yeah. it's been consistent. I mean, it's been it's been consistent since Eccleston and uh, uh, Davies yeah. took over. But ever since you know when it had that long break in the nineties, you know, mm-hmm. it didn't do anything. Yeah. Um, except that really shitty TV movie. Uh, but that's another story for another time. Um, but guys, last question is what's that? Like, I mean, usually let me, let me preface too. like, I usually talk about the film community in Vegas, but because this is, this is all over and internationally, like we can't talk about the good. I feel like we can't really talk about the good, the bad and the ugly of the Vegas community unless you know, I mean, unless you have some things that we you probably can. Okay, you can. You, you um, can. Okay. I'm, I'm- 
So, um, like being here in Vegas, um, the film community I do feels growing, yeah, which is, is a good thing. Um, but I feel like everyone knows someone. Everyone knows yeah. each other. Yeah. Um, because even though we're Vegas, uh, people think that we're bigger than we are. Mm. But I feel like we're actually a lot smaller than people think. Um, but it, it's great because some of our actors already knew each other and yeah. worked on other projects before they even, you know, like realized that they were on the same project with us. Oh, yeah. yeah like, <laughs> it was really like good. Like when we put in Nicole to be uh, Chrissy's <laughs> sister, they had already worked on a like a like a mock court case yeah. uh, skit so that they do for the college that they have to, um, for law students, um, to like, basically, I guess it's similar to how to get away with murder, like somewhere. Yeah. yeah like, so, um, so they, they already knew each other. It was yeah. and, uh, Lex and Timothy knew each other. And like, we were like, we found a lot of people on backstage, yeah. but then our current cast already knew who they were. So they were able to like, after we sent that email, they would just DM them and be like, Hey, check your email. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was great. Um, so I do feel like, uh, the struggles in the Vegas community, um, there's not a lot of crew there. there, there yeah. There's not that many production crew yeah, production. Um, and you also have to be careful on who you trust out here. Yeah, um, yeah. just in general, um, you know, like we're very on top of our paperwork, mm -hmm. like NDAs and, and such like that. Yeah, um, We've had some incidences that have happened um, yeah. in the early stages that were like learned from. We, we, we have we, learned from like our mistakes. And yeah, mistakes. not to trust everyone on the project and stuff. But um, all in all, though, um, Vegas isn't like bad. And I, I really hope that it does grow more for yeah. film and that there's more creators and that more people, you know, if they have an idea, run with it, you know, and um, if uh, like crew, yeah. like people always need crew, yeah. <laughs> like camera operators, audio, and writing. Like, oh. I'm like, we're pretty booked on actors. Like, but we yeah. need crew. <laughs> it, 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 it's, it's kind of funny because I feel like there's a hand, like it's it's crazy because I, I talked about this on another podcast with someone where, you know, crew wise, like people are always looking for reds and all this other like high end cameras. But also on top of that too, it's like, you know, people are put, like, you know, you don't, the problem is like, there's all these like groups, right? Like Las Vegas film actors and yeah, yeah, like this one, that one. Yeah. And like, you know, 10 people will fucking put their shit in and like, well, why am I going to put my, like, why am I going to comment also? Like when they're not going to look at like, most likely not look at mine or something like that. So it's like, it's tough in general. Cause I think there is a lot of crew people here. It's just hard mm -hmm. to find where they are because there's just so much, and not to, not to sound mean in this junk in the sense <laughs> of like people commenting in the sense of like so much like people like, Oh, I have this, I have that. I have, you know, all that shit. It's, it's just hard to weed out who has what and like, who's actually good at what too. I feel yeah, like if everyone's more supportive of each other, yeah. then, you know, everyone would be helped out. Yeah, yeah, and, like, to go on that, it's just, like, we don't care what you have. We care about the skill you have. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, that's, like, we, we have someone that has the equipment on our team. Yeah. We just need some, We need people who know what they're doing And versus, like, like any monkey with thousands of dollars can have all this, like, equipment yeah. doesn't mean you know how to use it. Yeah. And mm -hmm. so, like, and that was, like, some things, like, we had people when we're, like, like no yeah. like and also like people that are like they're like have i mean it's always going to be in the industry but that little bit of like ego trip like i have all this and it'd be yeah. like we don't care about your junk yeah <laughs> it's like we just want to know can you use <laughs> yeah um, yeah and that's a perfect sexual end to window <laughs> yeah <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, um, like I just feel like everyone needs to help each other more. Yeah. Do, um, do, do you feel support each other's projects? Do you feel in that sense? Because this has been an ongoing like kind of. I either mentioned or the guest mentions it when we talk about weaknesses. Do you feel that the community? even though it's small, it's clickish in a sense. Do you feel that? Yes, I do. Okay. I do. I do. Yes. It, um, it's crazy. I feel like everyone has their own group Yeah. and that's their group. But that's everywhere. But yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah I mean, that, it's, that, that's everywhere. Like yeah. that's how it is. I'm humble with, mm. you yeah. know, like I can never get into a play. I got into one, but every single year for every play, they choose the same cast yeah. all the time. Uh, and uh, I'm like, okay like the only chance like it's at that point like the only time i know that i might have a possibility of getting in is if i have one director that likes me for us we have a we have a very diverse casting crew yeah we have um like all kinds of amazing people on our projects we Um, have people who are transgender we have people of color mm -hmm. the whole our whole team is made of all women a person of color and a trans guy wow like it's just like it's like we're very, you know, open to yeah. everyone. Like our, if you have the skills, you know, isn't most of our crew also army vets? They, they are. Yeah. Army oh, wow. Vets. That's great. Um, so we, we have such a variety and yeah. it's amazing because we all work so well together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it really like, I feel like that also is a thing since all of us are considered minorities. If anything, I like, do we have like a white guy in our show? <laughs> we do. We Spencer. Well, he's not even a main character. He's just like, <laughs> <laughs> so, like that, like really, really like, like you know, like it's very like the since the show's about sisters, it is yeah. very like female empowerment based yeah, yeah. for the most part. Um, yeah, and but, like I really liked Birds of Prey, and I know I got a lot of like, oh. like crap with mm-hmm. the Harley Quinn. But the thing is, the people who were giving it a really bad rep were uh, the male gays. And for someone who grew up as a woman, I actually really enjoyed it because I'm like, they use realistic fighting, like hair tie. Yeah. And putting it up, like going for the ball shots. And I'm like, (laughs) and I'm like, that's what you would do if you were in a fight. Like, and I thought that was like actually really cool. I mean, like, like, I mean, like the story was like, meh, but like when it came to the fighting stunts, they went hard on them. Those were like some hard fights, like the one where she's in water and she does like this flip and yeah. goes straight onto the ground. I'm like, mm. ow, but that was such a cool like, I'm shot. Pr- I'm proud of our team. Yeah. Um, and like for Vegas, um, I know that they have like film, um, film, uh, not, not competitions, but um, they always festivals? have film uh, festivals. Yeah, film festivals. That, thank you. Oh my God. Um, they do have <laughs> film festivals out yeah. here often. Um, so yeah, I feel they, like they have too many out here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we always go on tangents. So yeah. sorry. No, no, no. Yeah. It's fine. This show's about tangents. It's really it should be called Chasing the Tangent because we just go into tangents all the time. So it's fine. Um but yeah, my, my whole thing with the film festivals out here is I feel like there's too fucking many. And also there, like there is a lot. And and it's like, you know, like, you know, there's people that are making films and they are shit and I've seen them and they still get awards and I'm like, how the fuck is this is this even nominated and won? Isn't that just like abstract art where you go to a museum and there's just like a banana taped to a wall well, and it's just like, it, this it's is not, art. It's, it's not even that dollars. though. It's not even like abstract. It's just like they try to make an actual movie with a story and all that stuff. And it's like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> <It's a girl>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I feel so, I mean, I, I always, I'm always of the mind, like, you can do the Vegas film festivals, like, do one or two, but I would always say, go outside, go to, like, an out-of-state film festival, because that's where you'll find 
where people are really going to talk about you in, in that sense. Cause it's it, Sundance. Yes. Yeah, um, well, I mean, that's a little tough right now because of, uh, it's a lot, yeah. it's a lot more like, you know, actual actors and actresses and like actual production companies. Yeah. 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 Sundance but, like, like, has like advanced, like it started yeah. off much smaller and now it's yeah. just like, you have to have like big lead, like people. Yeah. Yeah. I, like, 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 I was people really surprised that I was really surprised that Hustler was the Sundance. Oh, 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 the, the J-Lo movie, the Hustlers. That yeah. Movie? I didn't see it, but I didn't know what you're talking about. But uh, yeah, that was. And then, I liked it. I actually really liked it. Um, yeah. I think it's also because I worked as an exotic dancer, and I, I was just like, I was just like, okay, I can see it, but there, that I'm like, that shit never happened when <laughs> I when I was working. <laughs> you just were on the wrong days. You just weren't there on the right days when they were doing it. <laughs> sure. Uh, uh, there's also slam dance at the same time as Sundance, which is kind of a little like not less, but it's, it's the same thing and it's just as good i don't know if you ever heard of slam dance yeah. Mm-hmm. oh yeah i have heard of slam dance. Yeah, slam dance i went i i got i went to sundance twice with my old job and we can never get tickets for it and i got tickets for slam dance i'm like this is great this is wonderful i got tickets for something finally and never- right <laughs> yeah, it is hard to get into sundance yeah, oh, it's yeah. Just and, like, and even Sorry, I was gonna say, and even like other like not even like Sundance or like Tribeca and those like even like there's something middle like of the ground at another state too as a film festival. It's great to try to push for those as well, just like not locally. I feel like, and then um yeah, um, I do feel like we're getting better though. Um, you know, out here in the film community, yeah. so that's good. Um, there, there's another question, like uh, how do you feel about the actors in Vegas? Because I always like to say. And this is just my opinion, and you do tell me, John, you're completely wrong. But if you take a pie graph, I think like now I used to say ninety percent of the actors. Now I'm saying like eighty five to ninety percent of the actors can't act and they say they're actors, and then you have a good like fifteen to ten percent that are like actually trying to act. And what do you think? We have a we have great, great, wonderful actors. I think we've gotten really lucky. Yeah. Um, but in the so casting process though. Had some bad ones, but yeah. they have been replaced. Yeah. So and yeah. We, we we had some like um you know like auditions and stuff. Like we went through so many auditions. Yeah. I think we like for like when we were like looking for the role of Cassandra. I think we looked and also the Quins as well. Yeah. We went through at least eight hundred different auditions. It was a lot of auditions. Wow. <laughs> Holy yeah. shit! It was a lot of auditions, and we narrowed it down to. Three for the Quins and then one for the role of Cassandra. And that ended and the role for Cassandra ended up just being somebody in the Facebook group that Nicole knew. Yeah. And uh, I was just like So like we didn't even find her through backstage, I don't feel. Like we found her through someone else. So uh, yeah, no, we found her through the uh we found her through Nicole technically, but you posted um you're looking for someone yeah, on the she, acting. She, she reached out. And then yeah. I was like, I know her. Yeah, she was nice. <laughs> but I feel like that also helped a lot is that our whole cast of kind of like knows each other and beforehand. So like kind of goes back it, to it the clickiness like yeah. as well people. that it seems like we just naturally developed one click into like yeah. we have a click. So like, but the thing is all of us are really, really open. And I think yeah. part of that is because we come from a very diverse. <laughs> Sorry, there's a cat walking. Hi, cat. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and, welcome to you. Uh, yeah, but it's it, it's gone really well. We have an amazing casting yeah. crew. Yeah, but with the minorities, the thing is, we're naturally more 
open mm-hmm. because we are so everyone who's on our cast is used to being discriminated against for being a woman, being a person of color, being uh being lgbt mm-hmm. and it's not just trans guys that are on the show we have other people who are in the lgbt community oh, yeah. and that are involved in it um and so like that also really helps with like definitely making a more progressive storyline that really relates to the current climate of gotcha. the political uprising in a sense so it what the stories that we have really are representing what uh, millennials and Gen Z are really looking at. A lot of people can relate to it. Gotcha. Yeah. That's great. It's a new new story for a new generation of Supernatural. Yeah. Gotcha. And then uh, the last part of the weaknesses too is we talk about what can we do to improve the community? What do you you guys think? Um, Like I mentioned before, um, just helping each other, supporting each other's projects. Um, you know, try to break out of the click just a little bit, you know, um, if you see someone in a group and they're making a film and they need help with lighting or audio, um, reach out and help them help each other out to get people's projects out there. I feel like it'll help grow the community. better. Also, that's a great way for people who are just starting in the industry Mm -hmm. to gain experience. You go, go, go. You get every single job that you can, even if it's not pay very well or nothing at all you get that experience because once they once a big money dollar thing comes around you have that experience and you're up there you can't just be like oh yeah i did film in school almost every movie industry does not give a fuck about your degree the the more stuff that you work on the better it's going to be yeah Yeah. so just help everyone and you build your connections that way too Mm -hmm. so connections are very important so breaking out that click just makes it a better spider web so that like you break out of the click you like work with another production they work with someone else it all interferes and and you also get to meet new people and then get to help each other and know each other so you know if you do go to like events or or anything that and you already know the people then you can support each other and it just it's good to help each other out yeah Definitely. And, it helps everyone in the long run. Yeah. yeah. And even that too, like uh, I was talking to someone else who was on the podcast. Uh, we were talking about how, you know, even colleges out here, like they're not really helping push people get like the experience. And like, that was a big thing for me is that we, we never had the experience. Uh, yeah. So I went outside and like, even the production that come out here, they need to go to schools and not put like a, a paper, a paper on the wall where it's like rip the ticket off and call this number to get into production. No, have someone from the actual production come to the school and go, Hey guys, you want real experience? Come on our set and see how I have it is. to agree. Yeah. Um, Cause I, I went to film school and you know, whenever I got out, I felt like I was a fish out of water. Yeah. Even still, even, even after graduating, you know, like I had to kind of learn after, you know, I got out of school um, and I went to college for four years for film. Yeah. So it's uh, and your school no longer exists. Yeah, my school doesn't exist anymore. What, what school was that? Um, uh, it was uh, the art. It was AI. Oh, okay. Uh, it, it, it close. Um, but I mean, we had a great studio, an amazing yes. studio that we could use for our projects, but the and equipment. But the mm. moment that the school closed, no more studio. Yeah. No more equipment, and we and it had no connections with yeah. anybody yeah. that had it. Yeah, because so we only have the school. Yeah, because we yeah. only use the school. So whenever everyone kind of got out, 
we were like, well, what now? <laughs> you know, like, what do we do now? Yeah. Do, do um, let me ask you this too, a follow up on that. Do you feel like that's a crutch also for film students? Like who are like, who have- I do, I do. Um, because if you're using the school's equipment, when you get out of school, you can't use that equipment anymore. So yeah. what are you going to use to make your stuff with? Unless you have connections or you've been saving money because film equipment's not cheap. It's no. expensive. And you have your school um, loans and all this other stuff. Yeah. And then you're going to have to pay your school loans off um, as well as we had access to a green screen studio, um, lights, lighting, yeah. everything. Um, like for us, we've been blessed with an amazing crew to where, you know, um, like Tristan, he has um, a lot of equipment that we use. Um, and if he did not have that, we would not have, you know, like where we are now, yeah. like, like the quality. Um, so it's good to know people. Um, but yeah, uh, schools, whenever you graduate and you don't have access to that anymore, it does become a problem. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for me, I didn't, I didn't go to college for film school. Yeah. I did a semester in film, but I absolutely hated my college and I left. What, what but- college is that? So we can blast them. <laughs> <laughs> College of the Redwoods. I don't care if they get blasted. They're <laughs> awful. I had so many issues with them because I came out as trans and when I was in high school and they were super, I'm like, I live in a super liberal area and they made yeah. my life living hell for being trans. And so I, I dropped out. Um, now I don't have FAFSA forever. If I ever want to go back to school, I have to, re- I have to appeal somehow, but I spent, but my high school was so extensive of the theater of it like my teacher massive bitch but i love her she i don't think she would but the thing is like her like it feels like for like uh the way that she did it was just basically like i'm the hardest on you because i know you're the one that's going to succeed in yeah. a sense because i was the only person who graduated in the class really? and I that have, was crazy i did have some amazing teachers from ai yeah um david andrews and brigman especially um they helped me so much um in college yeah. um they're, they're great professors and um, i think they're just in different schools now um so shout out yeah. to them they're amazing yeah, yeah. and shout out to but, my teacher uh who you called a bitch uh, <laughs> yeah i don't care <laughs> um melanie zapper um with arcade arts institute mm-hmm. but like the thing is like you know like it's like bitch in a good way <laughs> like okay. she's just like it's like hard on you because i love you and i want to see you succeed okay. exactly she yeah. really gave me the hard truth a lot and yeah. like i said i was the only person who graduated and i kind of felt that way too um when some of my teachers were really hard on me i felt like it was because they didn't like me it was because they wanted to see me succeed and make something better so it it was helpful yeah and being in the stage uh theater i remember i did chicago uh my senior year Mm. and i wanted a smaller role so i asked to be the mc it ended up being in a giant role because there were only like three guys in the play. Mm -hmm. And so they needed me also in another extra. And I had a part-time job at the time working in a movie theater. And also I had 11 classes and most of them were college prep and AP. And then I was just so tired. And then she had me do costuming. And that's where where I was like, okay, this is really how the industry works. Yeah. But um, the, uh, like since the college is no longer there, even I don't even know where um, like my fellow students who didn't even graduate because t- when, when the school shut down, so many people I know didn't even get to graduate the school. Yeah. So they're really up a Creek um, yeah. with no degree. And then they had to start over, you know? 
Oh so. my, and I, I, I remember going there because we did a story on when it closed and I went there again when they're like, oh, we're going to start the school again, but as a new they name. Tried. They tried. They tried. I actually reached out to them because I was like, I'm kind of interested in being an adjunct or whatever it was, but no one ever reached out to me again. I, I called one person. They never, and then I'm like, and then I found like a week later or two weeks later, they closed completely because they were lo- like, I think something was going on with like some money issues or some they, shit. They, like were, they were trying to come like, like, like get a new building, get yeah. a new school, like start over. Yeah. And so many of the teachers put in their own, you know, funding because yeah. they were like, we believe in the school. We believe in the students. We want to see it succeed. Yeah. But it wasn't enough. At the end of the day, it wasn't enough. Yeah. Um, so they did end up shutting their doors completely, um, which is a shame because there was a lot of um, really talented people, um, students, <laughs> teachers. Whoa. Um, <laughs> pass. It's okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, um, yeah, at the end of the day, though, um, a lot of us, like people on our project, yeah. I took some of them from the college. Yeah. That's good. Um, so they've uh, they've they've been on lineage for a while. So I know a lot of people through the college that are helping us, which is great. Awesome. Uh, okay, last two questions for both of you. So okay, first question is: What is the social media? What is your social medias? Yes. Um. So lineage <laughs> underscore series. Yes. It's okay. He's trying Sorry to his, about my dog. It's okay. If you heard if you heard a barking uh, dog in the background, that was Bear also. So I apologize for that. It's all right. Cass, it's okay. Um come here. Come here. We're a dog here. friendly podcast, it's fine. It's all right, cool. Um so it's lineage underscore series mm-hmm. um on Twitter, um, Instagram, TikTok. Um, and on Facebook, it's the only one that's different. And you just type in lineage, the series and our, and what do you want our merch shop? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Oh, give, yeah. It, give whatever social media you like. It's up to you guys, whatever you want to promote on that yeah. part. Um, we are really active on Twitter and TikTok for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, we are doing a live Q and a tonight, oh, yes. um, on our Facebook page, which is good. Yeah. Um, but our shop is lineage, the series dot store and any purchase helps us fund our production. So it's really helpful. Awesome. And then the last question for both of you is what's that last piece of nugget that you want to give to the people listening to the podcast? Never give up. If you feel like um, giving up, don't keep, keep, keep going. Uh, just keep swimming. Uh, <laughs> just keep swimming. Um, but I don't know. Like for me, like would definitely be come check us out. Um, we have a very supportive cast. Um, we're very interactive with the fans. We're, um, you know, something that like, if you really want, like, you know, this really like to be part of something that has like a really strong fan experience, um, definitely, uh, Supernatural, uh, is being carried on through us. And so I feel like this would be a really good spot for you if you want to find a very accepting and open community. And, and we, we, we love you know, all the fans are doing. Um, and Supernatural has a very soft spot um, in my heart. Um, like and just, mine. Uh, yeah, it, I, I, have them ta- I have all the characters tattooed it, on my back. It, like, so. it, it's, it's meant so much to me. Um, so uh, if someone's a fan of Supernatural, definitely check us out. But if you're a filmmaker in the industry, um, you know, if you make a draft and it's not good, don't just throw it away. Like, mm. keep at it until you get it right. It's not going to be perfect the first time around. Yeah. 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 
That's a great way to end the show. Thank you, Victoria, and thank you, Dean, uh, for being guests on the show today. It was a pleasure speaking to both of you. It was awesome. Yeah. Uh, and then, guys, also, thank you again for listening. Remember to subscribe to the podcast. We're on Spotify, Overcast, TuneIn Radio, Anchor, Apple Podcast, Stitcher, and Google Podcast. I can't do this without the uh, support of my frame chasers, and I'm just trying to bring knowledge to all you listeners out there. And I hope you're gaining some great, valuable information and learning something from it because we all have a story and we all go through things at, diff- at the same time or at different times. I hope that the people that are on the show keep inspiring you to chase those frames. So again, guys, thank you 